Hallelujah. I don't plan on being a long time this morning. I've got lots of notes. I've got 3,260 words. That's just that's typed. I usually just go ahead and I'm not, I don't think I'm going to exercise all those words this morning. But I do feel like I want just to encourage the body of Christ this morning, if that's all right. Amen. <clears throat> there were, <clears throat> excuse me, two friends. I know you're going to stand and we're going to read, go, go to John chapter 15 in just a moment. John chapter 15. There were two friends. One called, as their custom was, they would like to go on a hunting trip together. And every year they would go on a hunting trip, and one friend called and said, Hey, I'd like to go back and, and try our hand at that elk hunt. We had such good luck last year. Let's, let's go on another elk hunt, and we'll go, go hunting. And, and the friend said, Man, that was, yeah, that was great. We, really, we both got two elk last year. Let's do it again. And so they called and chartered a, a pilot to fly them on a float plane way out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, to get away from all society and everything. And they flew out. And the pilot landed on the river there and dropped them off. Said, I'll be back in a week. And Yeah, I know they can't fly. A week later, Come, pilot flies back, lands a plane. And both hunters had caught a trophy-sized elk apiece. <clears throat> and they were just, they had a great time. Friends having a great time. Fellowship all week long. And friends were so excited. They both had shot a trophy elk. And pilot looked at them and looked how big those elk were and the, the cuts of the meat and everything he says uh, our, our plane can only can only handle the three of us plus one elk we, we will be too heavy and we're going to have a hard time taking off a hard time staying in the air and the two friends said well we, we, we were on a plane just like this last year and we both caught big sized trophy sized elk and so the pilot last year let us put both elk in the plane. Can we can we go ahead and load it up and give it a try? And the pilot says, well, did it work? Since the, the guy let you do it last year, okay, well, let's try it. So they loaded up this elk, all the meat, <clears throat> hundreds of pa pounds overweight. Well, the monks is a pilot. He knows he's not supposed to put too much weight in an airplane. And they got in, and he began, and he throttled full forward and having a hard time taking off off that water, off that river. And it was just when he got just about airborne, the plane came down and crashed right into the forest. Pilot and both hunters, friends, survived. And as they sat there kind of stunned from the crash, the pilot says, well, that's great. Where are we? Two friends looked at the pilot and said, we're about 200 yards from where we crashed last year. <laughs> I'm thankful I have a friend that is honest enough to say, you better not do that and you better not go there. A friend that's sticking closer than a brother that has our best interest in mind I thought it was funny. <laughs> kind of makes a point. Careful who your friends are. John chapter 15.
Verse number 12, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever or whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I, I love this, have called you friends. For I have called you friends. I just want to preach this morning on this simple thought. Called a friend. Called a friend. Thankful that I'm a friend of the Lord and he's my friend this morning. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would speak to me and through me. Give us all ears to hear what they'll say at the word of the Lord. God, I pray in the next few minutes. God, that you would help me to impart your word, for your word's a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And I'm thankful that you are a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, that no matter what step I take, you will always be with me. I give you glory and praise for it in Jesus' name. If you're thankful that you're a friend of God this morning, why don't you, as you're seated, give him a hand clap of thanksgiving one more time. Thankful the Lord calls me a friend today. Praise God. In this day and age, amen, it's good to have some friends, but I'm telling you, it's good to have Jesus as our friend. God is my friend today. You can call me whatever you want, but my phrase is just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> but I, I, More important than what people call me, I, I'm thankful that God calls me a friend. Praise God. The politician sees you as a voter. The lawyer, he only sees you as a client. The physician sees you as a patient. Hopefully the popo don't see you as a suspect or a victim. <laughs> the educational system sees you as a student. The airline sees you as a passenger. The hotel calls you a guest. The retailer calls you a shopper or a consumer. The sports world calls you a fan. The waitress or waiter calls you a table. That's not very personal. The taxi simply calls you, or Uber calls you a fare. The person next door calls you a neighbor. But Jesus calls us his own. He calls us his own. He calls us a friend. Praise God. Praise God. He said, I have called you friends. I'm thankful that God calls me and sees me as a friend. That I am a friend that belongs to him. The word belong means, as you know it, it means to be rightly placed as a possession. It's an object, but it's to be rightly placed in a specified position. I, I, I am called his own. I am his friend. I'm not just any friend. I'm his friend. I've come to tell somebody this morning, this ought to put a smile on your face. You're not just any friend. You are God's friend. And if you're a friend of God... 
He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll always walk with you through the good times and the bad times. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 6. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? If I'm not my own, I, who, who's, who am I? I'm His own. I'm His own. I belong to Him. My anchor hung up right there for just a minute. I don't belong to this world. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. Matter of fact, I don't even belong to myself. I belong to Him. I've been bought with the price. Went on to say, therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. It's a matter of ownership. 1 Peter 2 and 9, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He called you to be his own. He called us to be his friend. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. <laughs> he called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. He called us out of darkness to be a friend of God. James 2 was looking back and talking about Abraham. And he said, Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. Isaiah 41 in the Old Testament said, But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Wasn't just Abraham, wasn't just the father of many nations, but it was my friend. This might blow your mind this morning, but God cares less that you're a father of many nations. He cares... He, he cares less how, how, how profitable you are in this world. He, it, it doesn't matter as much to him. I mean, he cares about us. He cares about things in our life. But what God is most important, or the most important thing to God is that he can call you a friend. Isaiah said, hey, you know what? Abraham was the father of many nations upon his seed. And God blessed his seed. And God, God promised him. And, he, and, and his, his children would be, the, would be too, much, too many to number. And he's, he's blessed and all this great. But God called him a friend. More important than all the blessings of God, he was a friend of God. Amen. If God never blesses you again, as long as he still calls you friend, you're going to be all right. Amen. I, I appreciate the blessings and the benefits of God. I appreciate that, that there's healing in the name of Jesus. And, and I appreciate that He's my provider. And I appreciate that he, he does all these things for us because of our relationship with Him. But the most important thing to Him is that you're His friend. Yeah. Friends don't leave friends hanging. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, never seen begging for bread. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Isn't he a great friend to us? Here's the question today. Here you go. Here it comes. It's a zinger. What kind of friend have you been to him? 
Oh, don't make eye contact right now. I'm an educator, so I can have some wait time here. I'm just going to say it again. I'm going to let it sink in. What kind of friend have you been to him? I'm, I'm praying and hoping that I can do the best I can to be a faithful friend. That I can hear one day, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Friend. Amen. Because God said, and Isaiah said, I have chosen thee and not cast thee away. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. This is the kind of friend we have in Jesus. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. And they that strive with thee shall perish. You see, God always looks out for his friends. Are you looking out for your friend? Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Amen. I'm a friend of God today. I'm his friend. He's my friend. He calls me friend. I call him friend. Friends have a close relationship. Thankful for the relationship that I have with the Lord. My relationship with Him cannot transcend to you. You have to have your own relationship. You have to save yourself from this untoward generation. Galatians 3.27 For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ. You've got to get baptized for yourself. You've got to receive the Holy Ghost for yourself. Have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, yet you are all one in Christ. And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. That tells me that you can also be called a friend of God. See, a friend is simply this. It is a person attached to another by feelings or affection that gives Assistance. It's the definition of a friend. It's one that is attached by feelings or affection. You see, God cares about his friends. He has feelings for his friends. He is touched by the feelings of our infirmities. When you're sick, God feels it. When you're going through the valley, God feels it. That's why he was getting ready to raise Lazarus from the dead, and yet... Because Mary and Martha and Lazarus' family and the friends that were gathered at the tomb were all crying and having a funeral. He, Jesus, Bible says, Jesus wept. Why? Because he felt their feeling. Yet the, the definition of a friend is one that not only feels and has affection but can give assistance. He's a friend that's sticking closer than a brother. When nobody else can help me, Jesus can help. When nobody else can do, Jesus can help. Friends talk with each other. He's a friend to us. What kind of friends are we to him? Amen. I woke up this morning saying, Jesus, I love you. Thank you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. I magnify you, Lord. I thank you for letting me have another day to do your work. God, thank you for giving us another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. Amen. 
I'm thankful that I came into a house of a friend today. Praise God. Amen. There's a quote one person said, True friendship is when you walk into their house and your Wi-Fi connects automatically. <laughs> Y'all get that, right? It means you already had the password. It was saved in your phone. When I walked into the house of the Lord this morning, my Wi-Fi was already connected. God help us not to have to wait till we get to the house of the Lord to have a connection with God. I was already connected. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I went to bed with my mind stayed on. Praise God. When we turn out the lights and we go to wherever you go this afternoon, amen, guess what? I'm staying connected. He's my friend. Praise God. Amen. Luke chapter 11, Jesus asked his disciples, Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. But he went on to say, And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. He was saying, Even in your midnight hour, Jesus is a friend that will open. Jesus is a friend that will hear your plea. In your midnight hour, if you need some bread, if you need a word from God, if you need something in your soul, if you need a blessing in your soul, even in your darkest midnight hour, you can always say, Jesus. And he's a friend that will say, I, I, I was just waiting for you to ask. I was just waiting for you. What is it that you have need of? God, I need some bread. <laughs> I'm the bread of life. Funny it that you asked. <laughs> Praise God. See, the Bible defines a friend as Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loveth at all times. <clears throat> you ready? Buckle up. Even when you're <clears throat> not perfect, he still loves you. Even when you've fallen and you feel in your humanity and your carnality and you, you fall, guess what? He's still your friend. Because a friend loveth at all times. And a brother is born for adversity. You, you're not going to get this, but just, yeah, let me. A brother is born for adversity. He's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. A friend is born. God robed himself in flesh and was born to be your friend, to be my friend. He was born for our adversity. I won't keep digging too much. I won't get too deep. But he was born to become your friend. God robed himself in flesh. His name is Jesus. Went to the cross. Did that. Why? So he could call us his friend. A friend loveth at all times. 
Even when I was a sinner, yet when, when, I was, when, when I was in sin, yet when he was on the cross, I was already on his mind. He loveth at all times. Before I came into existence, he already loved me. Praise God. That, that's not um, widespread in this generation, is it? Having good friends. Godly friends are hard to find out there. I'm thankful that we've got some great godly friends in the house of God. Proverbs 18, 24, a man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. We know his name is Jesus. How did he show himself friendly? At the cross. Ecclesiastes 4, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another, another to help him up. Thankful that I'm a friend of God. He never falls. He never fails. I may, but he doesn't. Because he doesn't. When I do, I can look up to where he is and reach up and he can lift me up. Why? Because he loves me. He's a friend that's sticking closer than a brother. Proverbs 27, 17, iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the counsel or countenance of his friends. You know, Proverbs 19, this is one of those, I don't know, real basic truths, but Proverbs 19, 4 says, Wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. We've prioritized many things in life and talk to people about priorities and we always ask what are your priorities and we say God family and friends and a principal told me one time he said no I think it's God family and finances he said because as long as you have finances you'll always have friends <laughs> because wealth makes many friends but the poor is separated from his neighbor I'm glad that uh, I ain't got much money, but praise God, he's still my friend anyhow. A friend is a friend indeed. He's more than just a fair weather friend this morning. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He's a friend that when you need, you need something, even in your midnight hour, you can knock and he'll open. Because he's a friend. Praise God. And God asks us. Matter of fact, He mandates and commands us in John 15. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Praise God. God is commanding us to be friends to one another like He has, has been a friend and is a friend to us. And I quoted it, but John 13, 35 said, Jesus said, by this shall all men know that you're my disciples, if you have love one to another. Amen. Turn to somebody and tell them, I'm a friend of God. I said, I'm a friend of God. 
Praise God. Thank you, Lord. You know what the marks of a true friend is today? The marks of a true friend. Let me show you how you can find the marks of a true friend. They're in his hands. They're in his feet. They're in his side. Scars on his back. Scars from the crown of thorns that was pressed down on his head. This, there's, there, there, are, there are marks of a true friend. And it's Jesus Christ. He's my true friend today. I'm thankful I've got true friends in the house of God. And there is the truest of all true. His name is Jesus. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. Why? Because he's got the marks of a true friend. They're right there in his hands and his feet. And I've just come to tell somebody today, if you need a friend, there is a friend that loveth at all times. If you need a friend, there's a friend that will stick closer than a brother. If you need a friend, can I tell you this morning, his name is Jesus. And I'm closing. Let's stand together in this place. I, I've got more, more notes, but I just feel like one more time telling somebody this morning, he is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And he has the marks of a true friend. He went to Calvary for you. He went to Calvary for me. He had just said no, no greater friends than this, than a man would lay down his life for his friends. And Jesus went and proceeded and made his way to Calvary, giving his life for us. Oh, thank God, he calls me friend. I am a friend of God. And he is a friend of mine. Is he your friend today? Is the Lord your friend today? Friends know something about one another. Friends talk with one another. Friends have a relationship. This beautiful lady right here on the keyboard, love of my life right here. 25 and a half years ago, she said, I do. Hallelujah. I don't know what she saw in me, but thank God for mercy. But not only is she my beautiful wife, but she is my very best friend next to God. Friend loveth at all times. I'm not as fit as I probably was 25 and a half years ago. I don't look as young as I did 25 years ago. I got a whole lot less hair than I had 25 years ago. Some of it see the changed colors or changed directions. Some of y'all laughing because you know what I'm talking about. But a friend loveth at all times. And even though I'm not perfect, God still loves me. And oh, how I love Jesus today. Praise God. Is he your friend today? If you don't know him, we've been married for 25 and a half years. We know a little something about each other. I know the foods that she likes. She knows the foods I like. I know the, 
the type of purses that she likes and the shoes that she likes a lot. But you get to know people and you know a little bit about them. I tell you, God knows everything about you. He knows how many hairs on your head. The Bible says the hairs on your head are numbered. He knows how many you have. That's how much He knows and cares about you. He's God and has all that power and all that knowledge. He's omnipotent and omnipresent and all those things. And it, that's, no, that's no big deal to guys like us. It blows our mind. For Him, it's no big deal to know all that. But the reason He tells us, it's not like, hey, look, look what I can do. <laughs> Brother Les, 3,414. Nope, 13. He, God's not bragging. He's putting that there so that we know that He cares about us. But do you care about Him like that? I'm a friend of God. He calls me friend. But I call Him friend. So that when He says, take up your cross and follow me, He's my friend. Where are we going? Stood out front. Work was long over. Everybody was gone. Stood, stood out front of, of my school talking with a, uh, an employee from the district office. He was sharing one of the questions that superintendent had asked him in his interview. And it was simply this. If I was jumping off a cliff, would you jump with me? My first response is, uh, how far down is it? Do you have a parachute? Do I have a parachute? The point he was trying to make was, if I'm, if I'm making this decision and I'm jumping off the cliff because it's a decision I'm making, for the, are you with me or against me? Are you going where I'm going? God, you say jump, I'm jumping. Where you go, why? We walk by faith, not by sight. If you're jumping, God's jumping with you. But if he's jumping, are you jumping with him? Well, think about that. Are you a friend of God? We sing the song, I'm a friend of God, but are we really a friend of God? Is he your friend? Are you walking with him like he wants to walk with you? Oh, my. I just want right now, if we could just maybe close our eyes in this place. Jesus, you call me friend. I call you friend. God, I want to be a friend that sticketh closer than a brother to you. No matter what happens in this life, God, I want to be faithful. You said a faithful man who can find. God, I want to be a faithful friend to you. Hallelujah. I know you'll never leave us. You'll never forsake us. But God, I want to be a friend that will never leave nor forsake you. God, I know you're a friend that will go with us and walk with us. But God, I want to go and walk with you. I want to be a friend to you. I don't want to just be a friend of God. I want to be a friend to God. 
I want to be a friend to you, Jesus. How many this morning have made up your mind you're going to be a friend to Him? You're not just a friend of God, you're a friend to God. Amen. Why don't you just lift up your hands? Maybe can I just give you a... We sing this song. I wanted to...